let me stress. I want rest. Smoke cigarettes. Get off a chest. Oh no, what I wanna do with you, girl. Oh no, what I wanna do with well, you. Well, it's that ghetto pistol hope nigga on your damn street. Pussy nigga usually pop a trigger if the hash speed. Lackluster, I'ma smack suckers this year. I'ma make a hundred thousand racks off of this year. Do the math, hundred million for the slow ones in the class. Type of bags I be getting be too big to pay a cash. Send a wire, send it fast, for I might just change my mind. Nowadays a million dollars barely worth a nigga time. Saying I'm a rich nigga that's in this shit. I'm one of them. Barely check my account, nigga. I'm admitting it. Give a fuck. Fuck around with my bread, bet you I'ma find out. Catch you, nigga. Couple niggas out there that know what I'm talking about. Nigga, don't play with me. I gotta Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting sitting across from me, E-Man Bates. The PIP, that is me, and we are back in the Plymouth City for episode 102, <laughs> baby. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I think, uh, I'm not sure what the name of that track is, but that's Young Thug and... Stressed. And J. Cole. Young that, Thug, that's off J. J. Cole. Cole, and T-Shine off uh, the new Young Thug album, Punk. It's called Punk. I, yep. I saw like pictures of him today wearing like a pink fur coat. I'm like, God, Young Thug, <laughs> man, he's wild with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's one he was with uh, Gunner with. Yo, yeah, yeah, that's exactly oh, what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the yeah, Did you yeah. see the video of them like fucking up the Rolls Royce? Oh, he dude, that's, that is so <laughs> dumb. Before we, before we get into that talk, why don't you introduce our guest? Because oh, I do man. want to talk all about right, that. All, all, right. Right. Let's, let's get it. all right, let's go, man. So over from Arctic Circle Brewing, we got my boy Devin over here. Yes, sir. Co-owner, one of the main brewers. The, 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 the main the, brewer. The, the brewer, yeah. Oh, I, shit. I, I do all the cooking in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, you're the Walter White of that bitch. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, you know, thank you all for having me on, man. Like, I'm excited to be here. And then, uh, I mean, just like getting the conversation, you know, like uh, been like watching from afar and like be a part of the action now like Devin's also you. an MC guys yeah I appreciate you being on dude um it's nice now Eman has more company as black people and beer b- brewing <laughs> yeah. yeah man that's one of those things like, me um, him and black holder pretty much listen at some point we gotta start taking slices of the pie back you know yep, I agree <laughs> but man like it's, it's been cool and you know, like uh just as far as like that goes like warm reception uh, mm-hmm. from like my experience thus far so like, it's been cool and like um just feel like I'm even getting better at the whole craft but like we can say that for later I mean the craft <laughs> industry man is overall it's becoming more inclusive Absolutely. That's what I do love about it. It's, I mean, in my experience, it's really just been welcoming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel, I mean, obviously, like, I, you know, we stand out a little bit different, Absolutely. like, being in a brew house and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I, in my experience, just with, like, EMBC and Ferndale Project and mm-hmm. everything, you know, and just being around, like, craft culture. Yep. It's been really inclusive, been really welcoming. So. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, like, uh, one thing that was always important to me was just, like, when I showed up is, like, uh, to bring, like, my life experiences to it and, like, put a thumbprint on it immediately. So, like, you know, if you ever do make it out of the Arctic Circle, it's, like, the tap list is a lot of uh, black-centric things, like, whether if you know about it or not or if it's just, like, a cool, catchy name. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like our in-house staple now, which I didn't think it was going to be a hit that it's turned out to, which is our Green-Eyed Bandit. It's a blonde ale with honey and green tea mm-hmm. and uh, green eye bandit then being named after uh eric sermon yep epmd yep. right yep. <laughs> i'm gonna say you do a lot of hip-hop like themed beers and that's that's one thing i do love what about was it. like you guys do. Thank hey, you. man do you remember what was that uh brand that got in trouble remember the one that made like the racist ass fucking uh cover art for their photo it was like a bunch of fruit that was, was like that the one i called fight? out yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah supernatural yeah. <laughs> supernatural that's yeah. what it was yeah <laughs> no no honestly shout out to them because they were very receptive to that change by the way and i keep saying that over and over again i am not 
not trying to take out anybody's job. <laughs> I just want, I just thought the shit was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just saw one like uh, McKellar did a questionable one. I'm like, uh, I don't know if this is gonna play well within uh, like today right now. So, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everything gets fucking canceled and shit. We were talking about Dave Chappelle last week about the whole stand up and everything yeah. about right. cancel culture and all that. Was, we were actually, you know, it's funny. Like off air, Eric and I were talking about this like just last week too, just about uh, just because we had that whole thing where we were talking about like the uh. What I said about the uh, Emmys when they wore the black dress and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And by the way, I just want to clarify, I didn't get killed on that. I'm surprised. Well, I don't, I don't understand why that. you thought you were going to. I don't know why, <laughs> but I'm glad I didn't because you I didn't like, say I, anything I, crazy. I, yeah, I must say because I, you know, I definitely stand with like that movement. I think yeah. that was fucked up, and I think these people need to be called out. Oh, so for let's sure. get that straight. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just think there's you know more effective way to do it than that. But, yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And and Dave's doing fine. Canceling yeah. didn't win. <laughs> it didn't it didn't work on him. So like the time of that special and then like uh, how it kind of overlapped with like the NFL stuff with John Gruden was like really mm-hmm. interesting oh my God. to like Dude, s- see how like that stand up special comes out the uh, kind of targeted direction and the point that he was trying to make within it was like you know uh, the black plight had been looked over for so long and then like that John Gruden thing come out starts with like how he ends up slandering uh, the. NFL PA leading guy, and then it was going to get brushed under the rug. Yeah, it was. You're right. <laughs> but then, like, the proves t- Dave's he, point. The, like, 24 hours later, then it like, hits another community, then it becomes a much larger issue. Yep. So it was like, all right, man, like, you want to go cancel the guy, but the point is being proven now mm-hmm. in the sauce. And then that's what we were talking about, too. Like, I don't think if you didn't just, and I feel like so many of the people that are outraged about Dave didn't actually watch the full special. They're watching the small clips that the internet's giving you, and they're not seeing him bring home the whole point. No, that's the thing about it, like, because we, you know, our attention spans are so low, we usually cut it up, and then people take, like, things out of context, I feel like. That's a lot of of it. But I know, like, when when it comes on a Dave Chappelle thing, uh, I know the uh, the director, not the director, or the person in... That did dear white people for yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, who is a trans person uh, walked away from Netflix because right. of that. Okay, and proving like his lot, point too. And a lot of uh, <laughs> yeah. people are walking out of Netflix too, like just employees and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, I don't it's know. It's definitely man. a thing. I who could we please talk about the John Gruden thing? By <laughs> the way, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that is a wild one. Where like, um, uh, like the leaking of emails aside where like he was uh not the targeted person within like the investigation that's ongoing with uh uh-huh. the Washington football team and then to like it hit and then like was it 72 hours later it's like a job gone it's I mean bizarre. You were, so what did he, he so in my what I was just reading so he said he called Roger Goodell a bundle of sticks, as far as I'm concerned, or a cigarette or something. Like that. Yeah. yeah, and and, and, and right. he said some other wild stuff too. I think he even used the N word in one of his emails. Yes, he, didn't did. He? Yeah. Yes, yeah, he, he did. did. Yes, he yeah. did. So that was one. Then, and then, like the very large one is like uh, cycling around the photos, naked photos of cheerleaders. oh the cheerleaders. Oh, like, oh that's my right, god, that's right. I forgot about like, that. that. There oh. is but like some jail about... time stuff. Actually, no, I didn't know about that. This I didn't is... know about the cheerleader thing. This was the big takeaway that I got from the whole John Gruden story, which is kind of crazy to me to think about like if he was so loose with it and he was so comfortable using these words that he was firing them around in like company emails like think about the other shit that goes around that we haven't even heard about yet from the, other coaches oh, there's and other players shit. there's people NFL, cc'd on those emails dude, right NFL, yeah. like there's, there's other people implicated right i mean exactly. the nfl strikes me as like just such a boys club right so i mean I mean, that shit happens all the time it is a fraternity. Yeah. yeah you're right it is a fraternity of brotherhood but mm-hmm. it's like that kind of like that yeah, like that frat mentality. Mm-hmm. I like. Totally. I hope. I just. It is man, the antithesis of locker room. It talk. Takes 
like the fun out of watching football to me when I know shit like that's going on. Oh, for sure. I, I don't. I, I love mean, football. The, so everything like, about yeah. football. I, the older I get, the more I am like not interested in watching the NFL anymore. It's like mm-hmm. such like a fucking racist backwards league and like. But yeah. then you got the <laughs> NBA with super teams, so it just like takes. Oh, the for fun sure. Out of that too. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm much more excited but, for. I like how the, the, way, the NBA moves though mm-hmm. in a in a correct way. Like not, Adam Silver does good things. And knock shit. on. Yeah, he does. We, we don't have any wood here, but <laughs> knock on wood. I just want to say like I just really I didn't notice this until Lindsay pointed it out to me. LeBron James has had no fucking controversies his whole career, except for, like, the Delonte West thing, but that wasn't even him. That was like, his mom. That is going to be something yeah. that we look back on, like, yeah. after the career's done and, like, his ability from, like, being a child star at, like, 14 years old, yeah. we all started to find out about him. Yep, for sure. And, and then, like, marry a sweet, a high school sweetheart. Right. Like, there's no, like— Started independently funding your own school for yeah, underprivileged man. kids. Yeah. Like, that's fucking like, insane. All, that's like, so cool. literally, all my LeBron <laughs> problems are literally on the court. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <They> are, <laughs> yeah. He's definitely— yeah. He can definitely be like a bit of a crybaby on the court, yeah, but oh God, off the court, he's just a great guy. You know what I mean? He's just a great, and he loves hip hop. He's always right. posting fucking, you know, all these rappers on his story. I really want you think Le- since, inside since, of NBA. Since the Rock, since the Rock did that Tech Nine song, you think LeBron, <laughs> we're gonna hear LeBron on the song soon? Dude, I think that might yes, be the most one. talked about Tech Nine song that's ever been made. Like Tech Nine was literally trending trending on Twitter the other day, and it was because of that Rock verse that's on there. Yeah. Wait, hold on, LeBron has a verse out, like uh, him, KD, and somebody else from the. NBA had. For real? Dame, is it Dame Lillard? No, no, no. This okay. was Dame Lillard like, uh, actually d- d- good. This, so this, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> d- 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 Dame's uh, far behind. Dame's There's the talents inside the booth. But, uh, Iman Schubert can uh, rap, too. Uh, yeah, Tia- 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 Taylor's yeah. husband? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Sean got some good tapes yeah. out there, but yeah, like, uh, you can probably pull it up and find it, but like, this was maybe like seven, eight years ago at this point where, yeah, uh, Katie and LeBron do have an actual full song together. That's crazy. That's really funny. Oh, yeah. I think it's funny. There's such like a marriage between hip-hop and, um, like um and rap uh, and hip hop and NBA like yeah. all the ball players want to be rappers and all the rappers want to be ball players. Oh, yeah. You know you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> like who who started that way? Like what was the first Master like P? Uh, uh, Shaq? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was in that same like ninety like eight era of like uh, Shaq getting on Shaq Fu and then next thing you know like he has a Not platinum me. album. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Master P was signed to like the Hornets. I thought right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He oh, made that's the, right. He yeah. made the NBA. I forgot about he that. Played shit. in NBA games. Yeah. Like, that, that, that doesn't get enough championing, right? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> But anyway, I want to get into this beer talk a little bit with you because Mm -hmm. I was curious, what brought you to the world of brewing? Was it like your love for beer first, and then you just like, well, you know what, let me try doing this shit myself? Uh, You know, it's like an interesting like development for me. Like uh, looking back on in hindsight, like um, my mother was raised by uh, people who came from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I actually, in fact, lived in Tuscaloosa for some years as a kid, Mm -hmm. right? So born on the west side of Detroit, moved on to Tuscaloosa, whatever. But uh, yeah, man, like I. Has some southern roots with uh, my grandparents, where it was a lot about cooking and then like being able to uh, create something with uh, very little kind of like uh, as your <clears throat> uh, option. Mm-hmm. Well, really good at cooking, and uh, I, I, I told this to a few people in the past. Like, if it wasn't for like the idea of like being stuck inside of a uh, kitchen all the time, not being able to see someone enjoy what it was I made, I would have went to culinary school. Mm-hmm. But then, like, years later, like, uh, 
shortly after my 21st birthday, one of my buddies robbed a coast. Shout out to him. Like, he ended up taking me to Kunin's uh, Brewing. Okay, I've been there. Out in Warren. And it was was one of those moments like, oh, damn, like, I ain't no craft beer, like, was like this good because up to that point, if it didn't come in a 30 pack, (laughs) I didn't. Right. I'm with you, man. Totally. Yeah, so, like, uh, that whole thing, like, it started to consume me in my early 20s just as a consumer. Like, I would, like, you know, uh, if I was traveling for work or if I was, uh, you know, just like leisurely going out, like, if I'm in a new city, like, I got to go find, like, the nearest brewery and then check out what they got going. So, um, and at one point, me and Eric, uh, shout out to my guy Eric, uh, we we was um, uh, like, man, like, why don't we just go and buy our own, like, uh, equipment and start making it inside my condo? And that was, like, the day that, like, the light switch where we brewed our first batch back in March 2015. It was actually a selection Sunday for uh NCAA tournament and uh, our first uh, beer. Like, we just started with the uh, little beer kit, but it was like, damn, like, that was a lot of fun. And Did like, you, uh, what, what type of beers you brew? Uh, we did a double IPA, um, and then we uh, spiced it up a little bit with uh, grapefruit, navel oranges. Nice. Um, Yo, you come out the gate swinging. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that, that was it, because, like, I know, it, it was cool because, like, we, um, you know, I uh, went to actually, like, right across the parking line from uh, Coonan's uh, Brewing company they also have like a uh, homebrew shop so i went in there and talked to the people and it was like oh yeah like uh, so it was your first badge and like uh you know it gave me a couple pointers and then somebody else that was in there like oh like if you're doing the ipa it's like try this try that and then like what we went with it you know and then thankfully like the first batch turned out good <laughs> i was gonna did you use so did you use um all grain like did you use like grain or did you use extract yeah it was extract the very first batch okay, yep right. and then uh it quickly then escalated like uh i had a nice uh condo over in roseville for some years and like uh two bedroom two bath and then my spare bedroom basically just turned into like a cellar for like all of like the uh home brewing stuff so uh, like to that point and you know um but pretty much like eventually i told myself like well if in like four years if like this is something like i still love and i've learned a lot about it and i've gotten better at it then like it's all chips to the middle of the table. And uh, that's pretty much how, like, it really came to fruition from, like, March of 2015 to, uh, yeah, like, February of 2019, where, like, um, I was headed out of a job that, like, I worked at for almost a decade. And it was like, all right, this is going to be it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I want nothing more in life than to open up a place where I can then give my offerings to people the same way I've been consuming it from other people for years. So, yeah, man, like it was uh, something like I didn't expect it to happen as quickly as it did. But it was kind of like my own brain where like it was very like uh, black and white binary code where it was ones and zeros. Like if you like it, you love it. You go all in. Yeah. All right. So do you have the issue? Do you ever cross like this issue? And just talking about just being black and craft beer, mm-hmm. haven't explained what you do to like family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like when I uh, you know, first started like home brewing and like got into like kegging and whatnot, uh, you know, like I would like bring uh, corny kegs over to like the family gatherings and whatnot. And like you <laughs> like wait, so you made this where like in the kitchen, <laughs> like in the bathtub or something? Like, nah. like it's like yeah, like I promise you, like it's pretty good. Like if you like be open minded about it, but like uh, coming from where we came from, it was always about like layering flavors and like being able to have something from like your everyday life to then connect to you. That's one thing I realized about like me and my family was like a lot of them just had no experience with craft beer in general so the idea of it was always off-putting because they felt like it had no place in their life mm-hmm. and then now it's like yeah they have someone that obviously they know and now they like uh try some things that are um kind of uh, associated to things that either ate drank in other uh kind of settings and whatnot and now it's like you're starting to see more inclusiveness even within our own tap room right. because of it 
So I feel like a lot of people have this idea of like, be- and it's a lot of black people in particular have this idea when they think of beer, they think of just like high life, bud, <laughs> walkies, <For best>, sure. <laughs> shit like that. And then they like beer only has like one taste or two, t- or something like that. Absolutely. But then you realize like my, because I know my introduction, my very first craft beer, I I really enjoyed besides Blue Moon, because you know, I mean, do you count Blue Moon as craft anyway? Like, I I, I think at one point it was. It, it <laughs> was. It because the guy from Budweiser branched like, off and did that. I'm thirty. Thirty. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, so you probably was able to dabble at some point, yeah. like uh, you know, ten years ago. Like you, you end up trying something, and it's like uh, at that time it was probably still. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say nano. No, <laughs> it wasn't like because I remember that. But I think my very first like craft beer, it wasn't even like a big company. But I just didn't know beer could taste like this. But it was the Wild Blue. Yeah. Yeah, like yep. that blueberry like mm-hmm. infused beer. Like that was the very first time I've ever had anything like that shit. And shout out to my boy Matt at uh, at the time. Like he bought it from me from my like 21st birthday mm-hmm. like, like after I like really tried it and I loved this and I'm like dude I didn't know beer can do this yeah. I used to be like actively uh, yeah. against them like I'd be like I like my beer to taste like beer I don't want it to taste like you know fruit or this or that and then I'm like what the fuck was I thinking yeah man I gotta be a little more open minded I, I had the same idea and it was dripper think about it like oh, the, blue, the uh, regular dripper or blueberry dripper uh, the regular dripper was like the first beer I ah, had like I would okay. then consider like a uh, craft beer and then like like a snowball effect after that. That's how it mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. Um, what was I about to say? Shit. So one of the things I was like doing, like when I really got into it, like right into it, into it. I'm like, dog. I, I don't think I can ever work like a desk job <laughs> again. <laughs> like, I, yeah. hey, this this shit starts consuming you after a while. No, I really like. I really enjoy like the beer industry. I love. Me I too. love beer culture. I love like this is. It's dope. Like, yeah, yeah, like what I found for for me was like also gave me like that uh, creative outlet, not just with like the creating of the beer, but like the naming of it, and then stylistically how it is you present the people. Because like we were running like a little uh, home brewers page on Instagram, like we had you know, like four hundred followers before we even like uh, announced that we were gonna like make up a uh, actual brewery itself. So it was uh, something like I always wanted it to look doper than it actually was mm-hmm. like so you never showed it like it was being cooked inside of my kitchen on the stove top yeah but then like you taking photos and then you uh, posing bottles and whatnot as you like travel around take your beer out to the lake or something like that so yeah like it gave me like that fulfilling type of thing and like much like emails like it started to consume me and like bring you joy Right, and the possibilities with creativity in it is like pretty much endless. You know what I mean? Like you could it's, you could really, come up with really so many is. different ideas really and is. flavors, and you know. This what I, I think this was the point I was going to go to before we got into that. Like I was talking about, like Neil, to your point when he was like, "I want my beer to taste like beer." Mm-hmm. And now you know with the purity law in Germany, that shit was like in fact for so long. Really? Like, it like don't like the purity law was only four ingredients like that could be in beer. Oh, really? Like, hops, yeast, <laughs> uh, malt, and water. That's wow. It. I didn't know that. That's it. Like, literally, people literally got killed for Mm -hmm. deviating off the purity law because, Mm -hmm. like, so many people were getting sick because people were putting, like, I don't know, shit that's in the swamp or whatever, <laughs> oh, like yeah. in beer. Like, well, look at companies like, 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 what's that one that Rob likes a lot? That 450 North. They like, you know, I mean, they're uh, m- mixing their shit with, you know, candy <laughs> and, you know, all kinds of I shit. I mean, we do that too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I'm, I'm talking about like, then they were like just putting like just the nastiest shit in there. Yeah, People yeah. were like getting, because, you know, we didn't have like really good health care in like mm-hmm. the. 1400s or 1500s whatever right. came out so people were dying like crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's when they came out with that purity law and it was only those four simple ingredients and then like say for instance like you have like a style like traditional like say like a Kolsch for mm-hmm. instance mm-hmm. traditional uh, Cologne Germany like beer style when 
I, we do stuff like at EMBC, we had like a lime kolsch and a honey kolsch and variations of that. That shit would not fly in Germany <laughs> at yeah. all. Yeah. How like, long? The idea of true to style was, uh, it was uh, kept and uh, held to a very high standard then because like that was uh, the genesis of it. So I'm assuming that the people that were behind it was like, no, this is the reason we made it here. And like, oh, no, not the reason we made it like this and mm-hmm. deviating from the uh, plan was probably, uh, obviously. Yeah, punishable by death. Like Germans <laughs> yeah. take that shit seriously. You know what yeah, I never sure. really thought of until just now listening to you guys speak and talking about different ingredients and stuff. How long, if a beer is bottled or canned, does it stay good for? Is it different depending on what's in it? Depends on the style. So, like, technically, hops are a preservative, so IPAs tend to last a little bit longer. That was, like, the uh, starting point for, uh, like, behind IPAs is, like, you ended up, uh, get it added more hops to beer because they were trying to ship it by a boat around a continent because it preserved it. So you ended up uh, get, getting um, a beer that was hoppier, but then people enjoyed it also. Yeah, because it huh. wouldn't survive. Like, because you have to go from like what was it, uh, England to India, a- right? In- but you have India to where you were yeah, but you have from, to yeah. pass through Africa, and Africa's heat fucking just killed wow, the beer. That's interesting. So yeah, that's why hop started coming into beer, and that's how you got like the India Pale Ale. That's yeah. cool. Yep. Yeah, because I was just thinking about it. I'm like, <laughs> I was cleaning out a refrigerator the other day, and I found a beer in the back of it that was like. Two or three years old, I think it had like 2017 on it. Wait, I'm was like, it that sweet potato I one? If you could even drink this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I save it. I'm saving that one. <laughs> it does get better. Outside sweet potato pie, I think it was. Yeah, yeah okay. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, wait, did you didn't drink that one? Did you? I dumped it out. Actually, it was. Oh. <laughs> it had some life to it still. No, that was a good beer. <laughs> well, I mean, it had 2018 on the expiration date, so. No, I, I, I came across somebody who was uh, seller aging like uh, Christmas ales from um, Great Lakes Brewing Company, and like, but they were going like really extra with it. Like, I was like, yeah, I got it, like a 10 year variants of it. I'm like, all right, that's a little. Yeah, 10 years. <laughs> yeah. That's a little no, extra. Like, <laughs> I mean, for barrel age, like say like. Some, like say like founder founders is the barrel age like thing with the KBS and the CBS series and stuff like that. Right. You got like people like drinking that shit from like 2016, 2017 and shit's still good. Yeah. yeah. And it's weird though like and, and then you got like stuff like wine where it's like it's supposed to get better with age, but if you don't store it properly, it, it can like get vinegar. Yeah, I was going to say like, that, like, that is key. You got to uh, have the correct, uh, you know, cellar <laughs> temperature or being able to refrigerate it for a long period of time. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> But um, anyways, since we're speaking about beer, why don't we get into what you brought for us today? Not know? even a beer. We're going. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is a cider. Cider, this time. which I didn't know until today that Blake's was from Michigan. Really? Oh, yeah, really? I've had Blake's plenty of times. I just never knew it was a Michigan company. All right. <laughs> well, so over from Blake's, over in I think they're in Arvada. Uh, Ar- yeah, Ar- Armada. 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 Yes, sir. Right. Uh, Michigan. We have the blueberry lemonade hard cider. Electrify your taste buds with juicy blueberry tart lemon in our five apple blend. Kick back and enjoy the bold lemonade fresh from our farm to your fridge. Nice. Nice. It smells delicious. I just cracked this bumpy open. And as we do on the show, as we're getting a little sip, we like to uh, read off some of the birthdays of some of the musicians that we like and and, uh, play some of the music while we get a sip. So the ones I had down for this week would be actor Tim Robbins, uh, John Mayer, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Paul Simon, Usher, Ashanti, Daryl Hall from Hall and Oates, uh, Thelonious Monk, Tito Jackson, uh, Genuine, MC Light, 
Ziggy Marley, Eminem, Wyclef John, <laughs> and Norm Macdonald are the ones I had. Um, you don't have to run that back. <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying to type. I'll give you. I'll give you my phone. <laughs> yeah, that is a full list. I got John Mayer, Paul Simon, Ashanti, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Eminem, Flea. Oh yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers, I guess. Uh, Ziggy Marley. All right, I'm just gonna play it off this shit. Quite the amount. All right, my Jesus Christ, dude. All right, so give him a little sample. Give a little some some. E-Man's playing the music today. I feel yeah, naked buddy. over here. DJ, DJ E-Man on the ones and twos. DJ White Russian Mano, <laughs> baby. <laughs> uh, all right, so I guess we gonna kick it from the top, right? Yep. Kick it a little. Uh, I don't want this song though. <laughs> <laughs> Set the vibe. Uh, Gotta get the right one. Right. I like the cover art on this blueberry lemonade. Yeah, it's like a real like uh like a New Orleans feel to yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's got like uh like the I don't know what type of lights you call those, but like almost like a broad yeah. street uh, lights. Yep, uh, totally. Now you're going to unlock your phone again. Let's kick it off a little bit of John okay. Mayer though for the guys. Sounds good. Shot in the dark. I think John Mayer and Flea's birthday are actually today. It's a huh? Oh, is it? Wow. Actually, now that I think about it, like, I think the last concert I might have caught was shortly before the shutdown. It was at uh, LCA. Uh, it was John Mayer. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. he's awesome. Let's kick a little bit of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah. I love Flea, dude. He's my favorite on Instagram. Oh, he's, he's dope. This song will forever remind me of my uh, uh, high school senior year spring break. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this got uh, played on loop a couple yep. times throughout, throughout the week. <laughs> That's what I love about music, bro. It takes you to different places in your life. <laughs> yeah. right, you start to uh, reminisce and yep. whatnot. Like, it gives you that real, like, genuine feeling about a time and a place. <laughs> That's a fact. I always tell people I feel bad for my ex-girlfriends because I always fucking show them so much music while we're dating that I'm like, Go probably every of... song they listen to reminds them of me. Kicking a little bit of Simon and Garfunkel for yeah, Paul yeah. Simon. There you go. I do think that Disturbed killed this song a little bit better. Than oh, they did a cover? Sound of Silence, yeah. You think they sounded better? I like Disturbed version better. Oh my better, God, I hate the Disturbed version of that Disturbed. song. I love the Disturbed version, bro. You know why? Because I think it was in the Gears of War commercial, and that's why. I've come to with you, you know, Gears of War is my favorite video game all the time. This oh, song man. reminds me of Arrested Development. I was big into that game. The first uh, one that came out, oh, man. I lost a lot of hours of my life in that one. <laughs> man, I quit, a lot of people did. I quit football sophomore year because I was playing pro <laughs> tournaments. I was playing pro tournaments. No, I literally was playing pro tournaments for Gears at that time in my life. Like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. I want to play games. Like, <laughs> yeah, that one in Halo 3, man. Like, Sucked a lot of my free time. Has this ever been sampled in hip hop? Because I feel like someone could it flip would the be shit a out dope of sample. Uh, <laughs> let's go a little bit of Ursher, baby. Yeah. He got a uh, Vegas residency now, doesn't he? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Who I'm still waiting on someone to put uh, Usher in a versus battle. Chris Brown. 
I feel like that would be the that, only option, yeah, really, right? <laughs> Not many want that Chris Amorian Brown smoke. Wants, Nobody wants Amorian that Chris Brown. Amorian wants that smoke. <laughs> Yo, when Amorian said that, I was like, you are out your goddamn yeah, mind. Chris Brown would what mop you, the floor with you, Amorian. After Icebox, what you got? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. Tough sled and that B2K era was short. <laughs> yeah, that was a short run. Oh, man. Right, let's go a little bit, uh, go a little bit of Ashanti and Ja Rule. Oh, baby. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, she had a versus, too. Yeah, Can I just play this song? R. Kelly's on this fucking song. Who cares? Eh. I do love this song, though. <laughs> Wonderful. That's a good one. It's such a classic song. Shanti is so bad, too. My God. Yeah, she, she's wine. <laughs> yep, she definitely wine, <laughs> she, bro. She's wine. <laughs> Was, oh, dude, was Ja Rule going to play this in the verses? Because I, I know there was, like, to him and Fat Joe both have R. Kelly songs that they didn't play. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. No, this no, might have no, been one. Not, not the one of them played the R. Kelly joints. I know, joints. I know. Yeah, yeah. I thought this might have been the one he wanted to play. Because okay. this was a huge song. Yo, that one, like, I didn't, I didn't know that, like, Fat Joe was going to get right out the stadium like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a shocker to me, man. It was funny when we were in uh, Nashville. One of the bands, like one of the cover bands, was like, I know this guy did some fucked up shit, but I'm playing the song anyway. And they started playing Remix to Ignition. Let's go a little bit of MC Light. Yeah. This beat so hard, man. Yep. She's a great storyteller, too. She is. She, uh, she got, like, I think, a Sirius Satellite radio show, and she's always dropping little gems in between the songs and shit. I'd love to see her in versus. Yeah, they should do like Queen Latifah versus Light like, Light or some shit like that. That'd be dope. Yeah. I feel weird playing this artist with a bunch of dudes in the room, but like, we're going with a little bit of genuine. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. Wow. Amelia just turns into a like, cutscene cut from uh, Magic Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the Magic Mike song. Yeah, right? it was, yeah. yeah. I never saw the movie, but like they played it to death on every trailer. Shit, this is probably one of the first uh, songs on the radio we heard. Uh, by Timberland, right? That Timberland produced? Might be one of them. It's definitely, uh, one definitely of them. early. Yeah, I'm trying definitely to think. Yeah, one of them. Did, did Missy come out before Genuine? Oh, you know what? You might be right. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, you know, Genuine might have been before <laughs> uh, Missy, as far as like dropping. Yeah. I mean, you can tell it's Timbo though, like immediately. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go a little bit of Wyclef Jean featuring Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Shout out Wyclef. He actually performed it. They did like a pre-versus concert last night with like Supercat and uh, Wyclef and like all these like Caribbean and Jamaican artists and shit. It looked fucking sweet. I'll say it was Lauren Hill there too? Uh, she wasn't, but Wyclef performed. The, the foodies are on tour right now. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably on time You know, no prizes there. Pros can't miss a check. Hell yeah, that's a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> Yeah, Lauren wouldn't have to make music the rest of her life. She's married to a Marley, bro. <laughs> they got money on money on money. Did you hear that uh, verse uh, she did on Nas last album? That shit was awesome. Oh, yeah. That was great. Like, and even like I didn't expect rap. that either, bro, because I'm, I'm thinking 
because you know we're used to hearing if I rule the world, you know their right. original. So I'm like, oh, she's gonna be on the chorus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know she's gonna have a verse. I was like, oh. that was my thought too. So like, uh, I thought she like if she was gonna be on the song, she would have been the second verse. But uh, like, uh, you know, by the time we got to like the third chorus, I'm like, oh, he just got her yep. to do the chorus. I'm like, sorry, man. Yeah. They just came on and gave him bars. Yep. Got a little bit of Ziggy Marley for you guys. She was on the Kanye album too. Yeah, I, uh, they might have just sampled her. Maybe they sampled her. I oh, swear yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never seen her yeah, on the yeah, feature like list. Like the, the, the one like up tempo song yeah, yeah, they yeah. sampled. I can't remember what record it was he sampled. Yeah. This is like my favorite fucking Ziggy song. This song and uh, is this off Dragonfly? Life has come a long way since yesterday. I say, I say. And it's not the same old thing over again. And I say. A little bit of a vibe switch, go a little bit of haul and oats. Just yeah. Blue eyed soul, baby. <laughs> I, will, I will shamelessly show up to a red light with this. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Bro, I still need. They come almost every summer and I still haven't caught them in live. I really want to you know see them. You know what this intro sounds like? I just realized it. The intro to Maneater in uh, that Elton John. I'm still standing. Oh, it does kind of sound like a beginning, right? That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a similar keystroke. Totally. Hold up. <laughs> it's like with a blended. Like somebody got to owe somebody some money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still standing. It's just more upbeat. A little bit faster, yeah. yeah. It's a little faster, a little upbeat. Somebody owe somebody yeah, a Yeah, more, more, more guitar on <laughs> Who it. Who came out yeah. first? <laughs> I actually love this song. Ellen's not your birthday, though. <laughs> <laughs> I do love this song, and I love Ellen. Yeah, he's on his fourth going away tour. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. And then let's close it off. Oh, I didn't play Tito Jackson, did I? Oh, yeah, you have to play pull out some Jackson 5 shit for that. Actually, he's probably got solo music, too. Oh, yeah, I don't know any of it. He's got a couple I'm, albums, I'm but gonna, nobody knows. Uh, he's got a song. Was, was it Tito Jackson, Stevie Wonder, and Bobby Rush? Oh, oh shit. Yeah. I never oh, heard that. I, I'm oh, yeah, curious about Stevie. A Stevie song I haven't heard? That's crazy. But, yeah, I no, definitely haven't heard this. This shit was definitely in the 90s, wasn't it? <laughs> Oh, this is this year. Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> and Marlon Jackson. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. Wow. Yeah, this was July. <laughs> That's wild. Damn, actually, kind of want to let this one play a little bit. Oh, Marshall. Oh, it sounds like some Prince type shit, almost. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a song with Big Daddy Kane on there. No! <laughs> That's ours. I'm coming back to this because I really want to. I really want to let this play out. <laughs> we we got a show to run, guys. So we're not gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, I know. You know, let's go. Let's close it off with some Marshall, guys. Yeah, I forgot. I can't believe Eminem is 49 years old now. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. That's super crazy. I'm like struggling to figure out which Eminem song I wanted to play. I'm like, all right, let's go stay. Stay as a I actually haven't heard this in a minute. So it might have been like 2012, 2011, somewhere around there. I was at Partridge Creek Mall up in Macomb, and I'm walking through, and there's two guys sitting on 
uh, an edge of a little water, water fountain. And it was Eminem and Lil Wayne just sitting, kicking it. Yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. That's was, crazy. Like, I, I like stopped it, like double take. And like, it was no one around. There was no security in sight. That's they were, nuts. They were just kicking and drinking coffee. It was the weirdest <laughs> one. That is thing. so bizarre. That would be a fuck. I'm surprised they didn't have anyone around or people bothering them or whatever. It was like 11 o'clock in the morning, right? It was early in the morning. Uh, it was on a weekday, but it was just bizarre to like see them kicking there and drinking Starbucks. Yeah, that's crazy. Now it's our birthdays. Dude, died. I was probably still eating off that song. Man, <laughs> Tim, Come on now. Tim Robbins didn't have a single. <laughs> Tim Robbins didn't have a single, no. We have to pull up some like comedy clips for Norm McDonald and uh, and movie clips for Tim Robbins. <laughs> Shout out to Shawshank. Oh man, classic. If I'm ever feeling sad, I throw that one on. Yep, that's a great fucking movie, man. That is a great movie. I wonder who who directed that movie. Shawshank. Shawshank. Yeah. Uh, was it? No, it wasn't Spielberg. I don't know why that's like immediately came to mind. It might be. You might be right on that. Let me see. Shawshank. 94. It's the Spielberg era. Shaw. Well, Spielberg era is every era. Stephen King. Who is it, Eric? Fart. Frank Dobb. No the story is by is. Stephen King. Wait, so it is a Stephen King. Okay. Oh, mm. yeah. I knew that. I Damn, that. Stephen King not doing horror. I love it. Well, I mean, it's kind of, if you think about it, it's a real life horror. Dude, like, Stephen King, <laughs> prison story is scary. Stephen <laughs> King is like the, one of the best storytellers ever, man. Like, I, I didn't get, like, I was never big into books when I was younger because I was just not a great reader. Like, my mind wanders and shit. Like, I, I don't have no problem reading, but, like, I just, comprehension was well, bad Like, the idea me. of sitting down with the full book. Right. I told y'all. No, so like, I, started, I feel you. So I started <laughs> listening to audiobooks this year, and I got really into, like, right off the rip, I'm like, well, let me get what's more bang for my buck. And there was, like, a, you know, like a super long-ass Stephen King book called The Stand. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, this guy is so good at character development and, like, getting you to really give a shit about these characters that he's talking about. So, yeah, shout out to Stephen King. I told you, it was, like, the scariest movie I saw when I was. 12. I was afraid like, to do I, everything because I of was, that movie. I was yeah, afraid to take a shit. Yeah, I was afraid, anything dealing with water. I didn't want to do that shit. <laughs> Yo, my my pops was like showing me horror movies when I was mad. You know, like the first movie I could ever remember, like seeing like one like that one of those moments where like you snap it to like consciousness. Yeah. It was like he showed me Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, oh no, <laughs> that's the worst because right, then you right. can't escape dreaming. I got, a, exactly. I, got a, I got a funny story for y'all, right? So and this pertains to like it specifically, and uh, actually specifically with Tim Curry. So this is how I got over my fear of it. Tim Curry is also the voice of Nigel Thornberry from the Wild Thornberries, right? From Nickelodeon. <laughs> uh-huh. I had in Doctor Frankenfurter from uh from uh fuck what was what's the famous like cult horror movie like that everybody loves? Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So I had to associate. Pennywise with <laughs> Nigel Thornberry and Dr. Frankenberger. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm instantly not scared of you. Right. <laughs> Disassociated just so you can I was see afraid that. to take a shower after I saw it. Like, the, I'd just be staring oh. at the storm or the drain. I'm like, oh, he better not pull He's out like of up that there, thing. Like, like, Tim Curry is up there with, like, just people in real life. I won't try. He'd be like the dude who played Joffrey on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, fucking Michael Shannon. Just people I just Yo. don't. They, you play your role so well, I don't trust you in real life. Yo, <laughs> Michael Shannon is such a good fucking actor, man. I love that guy. He's Everything he's villain. been in is he's a great villain. He's just like a he definitely plays a good villain. He's right. a great character yep. actor, right? Yep. Like really dives into those things. There's this movie that it was like an indie movie. I think it won some awards, but like not a ton of people know about it. It's called The Shelter with him. And he came out like I want to say like 2012, somewhere around then. But it's like all about him like 
He's like a family dude, and he starts building this crazy storm drain, and the whole town thinks he's going crazy. Oh like, yeah, I did see that. Because he's building this shelter for himself, and like, yeah. so you're the whole movie. You're wondering like if he's actual crazy or if there's actually like this big apocalyptic storm uh, brewing that he thinks is gonna happen. Yeah, the skies keep yeah, on yeah. changing on him. There's black crows yeah, everywhere. Yeah, I did see that. One. <laughs> yep. That was a fucking good movie, bro. And it was like it only takes place in like you know a small like it's the shelter like and at their house basically. You know what I mean? It's like. One of those types, but yeah. Um, this beer is, or this cider, I should say, is not my favorite. I'm not gonna lie. What do you think about Definitely it? Definitely not my favorite from Blake's. Triple Jam is still number one, but I like their. I don't uh, mind it. What's the uh, spicy one they do? Uh, I, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, the El Chavo one. Chavo is good. I'll fuck one of those up right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I like the Triple Jam, man. I don't know. I just love the black. Was it blackberry, uh, blueberry, and was it blackberry, blueberry, and raspberry? I think they put in it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. This this is good. It's just a lot of ciders. It's hard for me because they're so sweet. This <laughs> You're is just a, like, damn, man. It's like nice. a lot of flavor. So guess what the ABV on this is, guys? I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it was like six and a half. Six point yeah. five, baby. Sneaky. Yeah, that's I'm crazy. like, oh man, this will fuck you up if you just have too many of them. And it's sweet, so it's gonna sneak up on yep, you. Yep, so, that's a fact. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what's funny? Um, the, I think the highest alcohol percentage beer I ever had was at that Coonan's place that you're talking about. Or what, how's it, is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, Coonan's? Yeah, Coonan's, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was like a bourbon barrel beer, and it was like 15 or 16%. I was like, <laughs> damn. Uh, yeah, actually, I think, I think they just released that one that you may be talking about. It's called Fourth Dementia. Yeah. And, yeah, and yep. I think it's like a 15% barrel-aged beer, yep. and it's, uh, uh, it's one of those ones like I will always grab a four What's yeah. uh what's the highest ABV beer you ever had or made actually? Uh that I made uh I think we did a 14% at one point in time but we always joked about the idea of like uh, we want to do a beer that has enough alcohol to buy its own alcohol. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, so you gonna make a twenty-one percent. That's beer. awesome. I like, and, like the, a whole idea of it was like I don't even know if this ever could be like uh, you know palatable, but right, like the uh, desire to like try to execute it is one is like always tempting me. Yeah, that's a that's a good question too. I wonder how high you can go uh, to where it still tastes drinkable. Like, well, where the, that, like the highest oh. one, the highest one I've ever had was. I had the Sam Adam Utopus. Oh, you had that? It's not good. <laughs> no, it is a terrible beer. Yeah. Like, what, what is the ABV on it? 20 fucking 6. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. <laughs> the my, highest my, my one I bourbon. actually enjoyed was that Dogfish had like 180. 120 minute or? 100, I thought it was 180. Is it? 60, I, I know they 90. Have a, no, it is 120. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the 120 is like a 20% one. It's like or like 19, 18, 20, 19, somewhere, somewhere around there, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's one, like. It, for it being an IPA and not like, having a lot of alcohol in it, it drinks pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no, it's really like drinkable for being yeah. like 17, 18%. It's, That's it's crazy, good. though. That's a lot. <laughs> That's like one and done. <laughs> Sweet spot for it, I found, is like uh, eight months after release. Uh, the stuff mellows a little bit more, and then uh, like you could. In theory, slam one if you needed to. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one and out, though. I mean, a dab will do you on that one. Yeah, so. that's a fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do, uh, we were talking about, like, uh, horror movies and, like, the Stephen King thing. Like, uh, I was trying to get off the ground this uh, month of October at the brewery, uh, like, uh, Scream of Palooza, where, like, we do this uh, ongoing Tuesday beta test idea where me and my business partner, Eric, we uh, sit down on our little blue couch in the brewery every uh, week, and we uh, release a small batch, five gallons. It's a unique idea, uh, but for the month of October, because I'm a huge horror movie fan, I was like, all right, what if we just, like, theme everything towards horror, horror movies? So, like, the first one we dropped uh, of the month was... Um, 
it was a river. We called it River of Blood, and then it uh, was an homage to uh, the the Shining, mm-hmm. where the elevator scene with the uh, dude. That's a crazy scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, I guess like uh, within like the uh, zeitgeist of that uh, movie and book, uh, people refer to that scene as the uh, River of Blood. So I'm like, oh, I made it into a uh, Imperial Heart seltzer, <laughs> and so uh, like, uh, the color of it, like I just blackberry raspberry. You made an Imperial seltzer. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> ABV, what is the ABV on that one? Uh, I think that one was nine and a half. Uh, and like ended up like I, I probably should could have used less fruit in it and then kept it around because it ended up like it, the final gravity on it was like uh, or like final like um, ABV on it was like twelve. Was it half. bitter by any chance it. at was all? Was it bitter? Yeah. No. I'm gonna say seltzer and like when I'm thinking like a nine or ten percent, but like it has like a vodka finish to it. Okay. You, you, you have like because yeah. you're pushing like four local seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we have that one. Yeah. It's not great. You know, it, it definitely has like a, a vodka finish to it because of like yeah, it's a pronounced alcohol flavor. But when you end up diluting it with as much fruit as we did, and like all right, it's like it's still drinkable. So yeah, uh, that was one of like the big hits when it actually ended up scaling it up and it's on tap right now is a different name but i cut the abv in half because okay. like, you can't really like justify a nine and a half percent that takes a, a point away of a seltzer if it's nine percent yeah, like, yeah 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 no, <laughs> I, not, not that i wouldn't try it because i definitely would be game to try that shit but it was good like um if it was like if i was to like buy a seltzer it would probably be in that vein but like one and done yeah that type yeah. of thing i'm like slam that elevator scene out. in the shining where all the blood comes out of it Slow i think motion, that wasn't yeah. that the original trailer for the movie like when the movie first oh, yeah. came out like, i think it was just like just that scene where you you see all the blood just rushing mm-hmm. in the room, and that's just oh, crazy. Fantastic. Uh, that movie was wild. That and Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep was great. I just recently yeah. seen Doctor Sleep. I love how they, uh, you know, went back and, or at least, like, went forward with the story and then, like, let them grow up and, like, really delve into what the idea of The Shining is. Yeah. Right? That was really good. I really enjoyed that, like, visually, like, the scene where, uh, like, what's it, Rose the Hat? Mm-hmm. That's probably one of my favorite. That's probably one of my new favorite horror movie villains, to be oh, honest with yeah, you. she was dope. The way that, like, she had that thing where she was, like, floating, mm-hmm. like, through, uh, uh, the space and shit like yeah, that, like, and like, like a little girl smokiness house. to her. That yeah. was dope. Like mm-hmm. that was, visually, that was like one of my favorite scenes, mm-hmm. like, of, like cinema of, like, I've seen in a long time. H- have you uh, seen God? What was the name of it? Um, Hereditary. Yes, uh, that movie's fucked up, dude. dude. Like that was one of the ones. Like I, I, I watch horror movies all the time. I can go to bed to one and like sleep fine. But like I was one of the. F- few ones where like it kept me up at night like yeah the yes <laughs> the head <Yep. laughs> like, no spoilers but like yeah if you're listening you're in a horror that's all we gotta do i think i came off. across that movie because i was just literally googling like scariest movies of all time and that was on like every <laughs> single list you know what movie like, yes. like the was opening that, was, scene was, was crazy was that a24 because yeah, 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 yep, yep. they also did midsummer they do all the weird did you like midsummer Oh my God! All right, so I like Midsummer until the orgy <laughs> story, scene. At the story end. time, I was like, what the f am I watching? Story time. And it pertains to that scene. <laughs> so I'm working. I'm working uh, at a beer. Dist- I won't say the name. I was working at a beer distributor at the time, and we had a trip to Chicago. We went to go to see the Lions game, Lions and uh, Bears mm-hmm. in, at Soldier Field. It was dope as fuck. We're on our way back home. I'm like, all right, we got like a three hour ride. I'm gonna throw on Midsummer. Midsummer's two hours. I'm like, all right, cool. So. The guy next to me, he sleep literally the whole fucking trip, right? He wakes up at the goddamn orgy scene. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good one for a plane. He's like, what are you watching? I'm like, I didn't, so first of all, I didn't Porn know that hub. was coming up, obviously, because it's my first time watching it. And second of all, just like, oh, uh, yeah, this is this is a movie. It's not what it looks like. That is <laughs> and, and not exactly the naked people you want to see, either. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Like, yeah, no, no. It was an arraignment of bodies. And that was, <laughs> yeah, no, I, like, when it comes to Midsummer, I didn't, 
not like, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I still I feel it different as well. I don't know if I liked it or if I don't know if I didn't like it. I just feel like I almost want to watch it again, but it's going to be a while before I get a chance to do that because I, that movie takes so much the fuck out of you. Yeah. I love original thought. In I was like just going to say Especially that. in a horror movie, and that was one of the ones where like you set a world in broad daylight and you have to execute like uh, scares and drama within it. Yep. And like that was a really cool take on it. So like doing it in that way, like man, I was like, I really enjoy have it. You watched, I mean, horror the, It's a the stressful genre. movie, though. Have yeah, you, definitely. Have you watched uh, Psycho Gorman? No. Doug. Okay, so that might be one of my favorite B-horror movies of all time. Okay. It just came out I last year. I love campy B-horror movies. So, so Psycho, Psycho <laughs> Goreman. You know, you ever watched The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? Yeah. It's like a, a grown-up version of that. Like, the, the premise is, like, these two kids, one boy, one girl, and the girl is kind of like, she's just super fucking extra, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But she's, like, controlling this demon character okay. with, like, his heart. But she has, like, it's, like, in a stone thing, and she can get him to do whatever the fuck she wants to. Okay. So the premise is very is very canty, but the demon, he, like, wants to fucking kill everybody. All right. So it's very, like, it, it it's like a live-action version of Billy and Mandy. That's the best way I can describe <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Yeah, just to piggyback off what you were saying a little bit, like I love that. Like I feel like in horror, like that genre of movie is probably the most saturated out of any genre that there is. So like to have an original, it's tough like, to unique storyline. Yeah, like, that's tough to I do. I mean, it separates sure. you from like the paranormal activities of the world. Yep. the just the, the haunted house. of the world, <laughs> all the remakes, <laughs> the mad remakes. <laughs> By the way, I saw Halloween was actually pretty great. Oh, Halloween! I didn't, I didn't see it, but I've heard good things. I've heard nothing but good things about I mean, it. I'm gonna watch it. They were they were <laughs> making fun of it on day. Not making fun of the movie, but just the concept of like of Michael Myers. They're like, how many times do they got to kill this motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. She literally cut his goddamn head off. You know what's top of that? Guess, you saw Chucky has a TV show now on, on Sci-Fi. Oh, word? It's on Sci-Fi it. and it's on uh, USA. There's a Chucky TV. Something show about Chucky, I always loved, dude. It was like it was, it was, great. It was funny. Like I wanted was... a good, I wanted a good guy doll as a kid. It was, it was, it was like a like, good guy doll was the uh, actual doll. I remember like, when I did, Chucky. Yeah. I remember like when they did the first, like the first couple child play. Actually, one of my favorite scenes, one of my favorite horror movie scenes, is in Child Play too. When uh, when he's at the fucking camp and shit like that. Oh, I thought you were saying like the uh, the school scene <laughs> when he's the ruler. A, oh, the ruler that was great too. But no, this is like Child's Play too. This is when he's at uh the boot camp. Yep. When uh Andy's at the boot camp or whatever, mm-hmm. and then Chucky's trying to recruit Tyler like the black kid. He yeah. Goes like, he goes like, wait a minute, Tyler. <laughs> That's right. Chucky's gonna be a bro. (laughs) 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 One of my favorite scenes of all time is that shit. I like that. That's funny. He just fucking raises a black power fist and shit. Like, (laughs) yeah, no, like, yeah, Chucky had like a sense of humor. Like, uh, like it wasn't all just like kill, kill, kill. Oh no, if you're like a like bride of Chucky, seated, especially seated Chucky. Seated Chucky is fucking hilarious. As it went along, red mask for sure. As it went along, and then uh, cold of Chucky, which which I love cold of. Like when they started bringing that in, because the girl, did you ever watch Colder Chucky or like the newer, like the last newer ones? I don't uh, think I saw that the one. The girl, like the main girl, is like who's like the p- person he's trying to possess and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I forgot her name in the movie, but that's Brad Dorf's daughter, which Brad Dorf is the voice of Chucky. Oh, so no that's shit. actually his daughter. <laughs> oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Well, anyways, let's transition <laughs> us over into something old, something new, so we can get out of here on a, uh, a, a decent time, so we can all get home and see Versus. Versus, by the way, <laughs> Versus, by the way, started 43 minutes ago, guys. Did it really? Wait, seven. wait, are they actually on the stage, though? I, they probably are. Honestly, they're older. They probably got shit to do. 
I bet you it starts at eight. Like I bet you they'll start performing at eight. I don't think KRS one is. He seems like a very prompt dude. As, like yeah, like, he was definitely in the building last night too. He was preparing already last night, watching like the warm up show and what shit. What I would love to see with the verses is like them do like an undercard with it, where like yes. uh, somebody DJ Scratch who, is out there right now. Oh, they're promoting Chucky, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and life comes That's full so circle, funny, guys. <laughs> yeah, DJ, DJ Scratch is with uh, Kane, and um, Kid Capri is with uh, KRS One. So oh shit, they got Kid Capri. But anyways, yeah. So something old, something new. Um, I think E-Man started it last week, yep, so yep. I'll go with it this week. Right. And mine is kind of like a something old and a something new at the same time, if that makes any sense. And it's because um, Mac Miller's Faces got added to streaming. <sighs> so technically, it's an older album. It came out, I think, like, what, 2013, 14 era, the something like that? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so they just remastered it, remixed it, and... Added it to streaming, and man, this that's like one of my sad. favorite projects of his. It's it's hard to listen to some of it because he references like drug use so often so in it. Know, but yeah. like, so you know the whole prim- like the story behind this mixtape. Not really. Well, kind of. Like I saw, I watched the little like the small making like that five minute YouTube uh, thing that his mom put up, where it's just kind of like where he was just like that's kind of when I started that hub of like the pool house studio and I was just letting everybody, you know, right. come in and record whatever the fuck. What I so what I heard and just in research, this was what he wrote because he was planning on committing suicide. Really? And oh. then decided to go to rehab. So uh, that didn't happen at that time. But that's yeah. great. That that would make sense because there is definitely a lot of dark It's undertones. very deep like the Angel Dust song and then you have like the like kinda like the demon going like Mac Miller, Mac, Mac yeah, Miller, that's, Mac. That's schoolboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think Mac was on the uh latest uh, sl- uh Young Thug album. I think Oh he, is he uh, really? I, I think he has a uh, on, post, on uh, punk? Yeah, I think he has a post hominous verse on there, no? Young Thug and Mac Miller were cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mac Miller's yeah, cool. Yeah, he is, he is on the Young Thug oh, album. Oh, shit, I haven't even yeah, heard that. I got to yeah. listen to the Young Thug album because yeah. I haven't gotten around to that. But, yeah, no, but uh, start to finish this whole project is really dope. I think that's when Mac really got into um, being more like a musician musician, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he was doing a lot of the producing and writing and hanging out with people that were pushing, helping him push his craft, like, you know, Thundercat and people like that. And it's no longer just about, like, straight rap, rap, bar, bar, yep. bar. It was like, let me make up my, my voice and instrument, too. Yep, yeah. agreed. And the reason I love it so much is it's got, like, my I think it's probably my favorite Mag Miller song, um, the song Rain with him and Vince Taylor, or Staples, Staples on there. I just yeah. love that shit. That's the one I wanted you to play, actually, is uh, Rain with Vince Staples, E-Man. <laughs> Rain uh, with Vince Staples. Yep. Oh, I just love Vince. It's one of my favorite Vince verses. Like he just comes in so good on it, and that Ninth Wonder beat I think on it. Di- Diablo still like I love Diablo. It's like the yeah. the beat, just like how he flows on that shit is just like water, dude. Shit, play a little bit of both because I'm sure you're you're about to talk about that album. I'm sure too. <laughs> of course. <Get> it. <laughs> Come on. <now. laughs> All right. Let's go. Uh, Rain by Mac Miller and Vince Staples Sorry. off of Faces re-released mixtape. Shout out to Warner Brothers. 
take your time when talking to a nigga i don't waste none knock you off your feet and then i flee before the jakes come sick of hearing cases from these niggas who ain't face none but i'm a leading nigga thirsty for the pay young niggas let it straight straight bullet hit my brother in his motherfucking face what's fate when a person don't deserve what he get shooting reckless at the father almost murdered the kid or is it karma for the shit that both the parents that did ain't embarrassed while i'm living we get married for kills from a family of niggas that was better with skill. This is like home, this is my like, mama made me part of the like deal. Bills made selling right This is like early before hell for sure. For years, and the funerals was usual ain't shedding no tears. You would fall and had it better off than most of us did. Right, Cause shit, heaven knows, heaven's gates probably closed. And these hoes. the most sad too because like he was just oh, okay. really starting to get into his bag See, when i think of mac miller i also think of like people like tyler the creator for instance mm -hmm. that came around the same time yep. and just see like where the fuck they're at he definitely carries yeah. that same sort of torch by the way we forgot to mention tyler the creator at the bet awards winning the cultural oh icon my god his, how the oh, fuck did we oh, just um, that. <laughs> his uh speech was fucking phenomenal I, that, like it almost got me like emotional bro like i just loved how how much he was like riding for hip hop, like, and it was like, and thanking all the greats. No, you can tell he is a student of the game. He need like, to get more flowers, man. Like, yep. uh, for him being able to go and do like that mixtape album where he's giving you straight bars coming off of the last one where he was. It was basically an R and B album, mm -hmm. right? Like, yep. Like that's a I mean, impressive he didn't talent. Do yep. much. It was like strictly except for uh, that sugar. I thought we could dance song. It was pretty much rap, like yeah. the whole way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yep. man. Yeah, he's crazy, man. I didn't realize that uh, Mac Miller produced that diablo song too you man did he yep oh fuck yeah man it says producer larry fisherman all right well i'm going on something a lot less serious uh one of my favorites dropped an album a very a nine track less than 20 minute album this your something you're so you gotta go with something old it's first a, oh man what <laughs> <laughs> you going uh, <laughs> all right well i guess i'll go something old first then so with my something old Dig in the crate, man. I know. So yeah, I was listening to uh, <laughs> the J. Cole, actually. The J. Cole feature on that Young Thug song made me think of this group because of how he opened the fucking song uh, with that. I'm, I'm that gat-toting, pistol-holding nigga on the damn street. It's a, a I was southern rapper. I Crime Mob. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about old. to say, like, a southern rapper or some <laughs> sort. <laughs> I was going to say UGK. So it made me really think of that Crime Mob self-titled debut album in 2004 called Crime Mob. Hell yeah. Which really 
around that crunk era, like the ATL <laughs> era was coming up. Like they were definitely mad influential in that. Did they have yeah, another man. hit outside of that one? Because that might be rock the... your hips. On top of that, <laughs> stiletto pumps in uh, the I club. I, hey. I, I, I slept on the stiletto pumps. <laughs> I did too. That one didn't catch me. <laughs> that song is fucking hype. <laughs> Yo, I'll never, I like, I would never play that like on my own, but I do love that song. So, like, all right, let's go a little bit of crime. You know, actually, you know, just because we hear it, I already talked about. It, I'm playing stilettos. Fuck. <laughs> oh, this is definitely that area. <laughs> era. So you got the claps in it for the snap. Yeah, yeah, hope. Yeah, yeah, hope. Exactly. yeah, hope. This was the ringtone rap era. This was the ringtone rap era. Ringtone checks. Yeah. I definitely had Nucky if you buck, Nucky if you buck as my ringtone at one point in my life. I know that. I had, I did I had International Players Anthem by Outkast and UGK. On top of that, it was one of those ones where you could buy it or you could like record it with your phone and set it like as a set. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then you had the trash ass ring back tones that always sounded like garbage. Oh, no, the ring back tones were the worst. The worst. Imagine calling somebody having to hear stiletto. <laughs> <laughs> Hang up that phone so damn quick, right? My dad used to get so mad at me because I had I Jimi would. Hendrix's version of the Star Spangled Banner as my ring back tone. And on the fucking phone, it just sounded terrible. <laughs> you know like, what? I, all this distortion and feedback. I actually and did. I, I know what mine was. Uh, what was the song with Ice Cube and Little John? Y'all really can't fuck with my clip. That's also aggressive. I know they did this song, but I cannot remember. Ro- roll call, real nigga, roll call. Oh, oh yes, that's what it was. That's what it was. Oh, that's man. hilarious. That was my ring back tone, circa 2005. Does <laughs> Crime Mob still make music? No, no. <laughs> not that I, not that I know of. No, no. Uh, uh, let me check. Actually, let me let me check let me check on Crime Mob. See what they've been up to these days. That's funny. Well, he's uh, looking at that. Um, they dropped an EP. No, no, it's just re-release. So they must have like got some label shit. So they got the masters back. Let's <laughs> <laughs> empower to them. And how about you? Because we know that you're big time into music too. So is there any older music that you've been uh, playing a lot lately? Yeah, you know, actually, uh, coming out here, I ended up uh, putting on one of. Uh, Childish Gambino's old mixtapes. Uh, it was off of the royalty one. Um, mm-hmm. I was listening to Black Faces when I pulled up here. Uh, it was a song featuring Nipsey Hussle. Nice, right? So like, it was one of those. Like, I mean, I was. I want to say like early on, like sound like mad pretentious or whatever. But like, yeah, man, he was one of those people where like I remember seeing him on YouTube mad early, and then caught the uh, like music afterwards, and it was like blown away by like, oh, like so you're funny and like uh, you got bars. So like I fell deep into like that rabbit hole of uh, Carlos Gambino music, stand up comedy, and then watching Community. Later yeah, on. see, I knew him on Community before I knew yeah. him making music, and then I like, and people, you know, people don't really talk about, but. He was pretty fucking prolific in the mixtape era. He had a lot of mixtapes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. He's got about four or five of them that are, no, like, like, legit music. A true yep. renaissance band, dog. Yep. Like, That's everything. Fact. Like, one of my favorite. And this is one of the people, like, you should never meet your heroes, and I get that. Like, it's just somebody, like, I really, like, 
feel like I could connect with. Yeah. I was just telling somebody the other day, like, uh, I wouldn't fan out on, like, very few people, but, like, him. like Donald Glover, yeah. I'd be surprised if you don't see him end up uh, on, like, you know that Midnight Miracle podcast that Dave Chappelle and them yeah. have? Mm-hmm. I bet you he'll end up on, like, that. I mean, Sada Because he doesn't do that Sada many Sada interviews on there, right? so. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sky's the limit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way. Uh, that's who. Uh, uh, prayers up for Sada Baby and his family. His father passed away. Oh, actually. that's, that's bummer, dude. I, I blessings to him. Yeah. And what, so you just reminded me of it too. We I forgot to mention it last week, and I just wanted to say uh, we want to show our love and support to Danny Darling as well. Yes. Um, she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Scro- scro- MS. Uh, MS. MS. I'm just gonna say yeah. that because <laughs> multiple sclerosis. But um, she's in good spirits though, and she seems to be healthy, and she's learning about it and everything. So. Um, <laughs> Shout prayers out, up to her. Yeah, shout out to Danny Darling too, man. Like we, you know, we here for you, hearts out to you. We hope to see you perform again. Uh, Lindsay actually got to go to her show with Yo Yo Ma. Oh, really? Yeah, she actually oh, did dope. go to that show. Uh, we should close she, with she, her music tonight. Yeah, we can close on Danny Darling. That's yeah. fine. But yeah, um, we had a chance. Like yeah, when I was, I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't go to the show unfortunately. But Lindsay, like they, she got a chance to talk to her and everything like that. Like she's just happy that you know she's still doing music, even when she was like. I guess, like, during when she was going through, like, some medical stuff and everything like that, like, when she first heard about it, mm-hmm. she still was, like, just in good spirits. Like, yeah. music was keeping her happy and everything That's like good. that. That's just, a super, I mean, so it's a super scary out, diagnosis. Shout out to Dan, Danny yeah. Darling, man. But like, for, hearts out to you. Yeah, definitely. It's a super scary diagnosis, but fortunately for her, and I know people, you know, that have MS, that you can still live a very fulfilling, long life yeah. with mm-hmm. MS. You just got to deal with the complications and you got to take care of yourself properly. Yeah. Like, I'm not hip to i mean i know what it is but i don't know like the actual medical like consequences of it of like not like controlling it like i i i because I, I, i'm i'm ignorant when it comes a to a certain diet around. goes a long way with it definitely yeah. that's a big fact and mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah definitely like when you're when you're having flare-ups of it, it it makes you feel like sore and achy and and in mm-hmm. a lot of pain and stuff like that I think that MS was like one of the first things I remember hearing people getting like their medical marijuana cards for, like when that like first started popping off, because that helps quite a bit with people with their pain levels and stuff. Shout out to Danny Darling, man. Yeah, definitely shout out to Danny Darling. We want to see big big fans on the show. I know she, I know her schedule was booked before (laughs) that. Oh yeah, that's a fact. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So. We hope to see you. Uh, we hope to see you out here soon. You know, hopefully get you on the show too. But that's we want to we'll make yep. sure your health is first and everything like that. So absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what Gambino song you want to play, man? Uh, like, uh, do you have like any of the mixtape stuff they can uh, catch? Ooh. I think they no, should have, have some of it on. Like, if not, like, uh, we can go his first studio album. Camp. Uh, yeah, camp. Uh, uh, it's a bonfire. <laughs> uh, trying to think. Uh, uh, Les was a really good one off. Oh, that. Le- yeah, 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 I like that song. Yeah. Actually, yeah, let's go with that one. That's Man. when I saw him live was uh, when he was touring mixtapes. I saw him in 2010 and 2011 in, at Bonnaroo. <laughs> he was coming oh, here and Asian girls it, was, <laughs> it was when he you broke his LA? foot. And oh. they had to cancel the show. I'm like, no. I'm like, no, come and put the show <laughs> on. Right. Let's go a little bit of uh, LES from Childish Gambino off the Camp album, uh, circa 2011. I was like, found out that, like, uh, his producer was also the guy who 
did like the music and instrumentation on TV shows. Uh, Ludwig, I think his name yeah, is. Yeah, Ludwig Gorgensen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, he's, he's super he does talented. A lot, he does a lot of his stuff. Like I know he yeah. did This Is America stuff. On he scores. Yeah. Yeah. He he yeah he pretty much writes all the music for Gambia. I mean mm-hmm. they come up with ideas together, but you know he mm-hmm. makes it sound the way it yep. sounds. Yeah, he's behind it composing. And beyond that, he scores a lot of movies. Like he scored Black Panther. Uh, he scored um, a few other ones too. But yeah, he's. He's definitely doing his thing. Talented dude, man. I feel like all the best uh, musicians like have a team. You know what I mean? It's like this guy and this guy together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like the people that you can rely on. And yeah, like, yeah, uh, like everybody has like that go-to guy, man. Yep. That's what I love about that. like. Mm-hmm. You know, you have like somebody like to bounce off like your ideas with, like, cause I mean, if you're just doing it all yourself, like, like you're we're we're seeing crazy. that right now with like Nas and Hit Boy, yeah, where like a resurgence of Nas, like great albums, like we thought we were gonna get that with Nas and Kanye, flop, right, exactly. <laughs> but, but then like he uh, links up with uh, Hit Boy, and it's obvious that like, they're just going in the studio, rocking out, and then yep. like finding the spot to like. As far as land. I'm concerned, I hope Nas doesn't make another song with anyone but Hit Boy. <laughs> like, hey, you know I'm, what I'm I mean? good with like, it. I'm good like, with it. Keep going. It's not broke, so keep it fucking rock. Or it's like run the jewels too. Like I saw an Damn. interview with Killer Mike where he was like, Dude. "The first time I ever got well, in the okay. studio with LP, I knew right then that moment mm-hmm. this is the guy I need to make music with for the rest of my life." <laughs> Yo, New York missed out on a good one, LP. Also, Hell yeah. like, my my something new artist, I would say Zach Fox and Kenny Beats. Zach and Kenny Beats together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are good ones. Um, and then for something new, I kind of just was rolling. I just had the Mac Miller one was the only thing I really was fucking with this week. I think I don't think I listened to anything else. Listen, honestly, it was like this last week. Oh, bit of new music. Uh, Young Thug one. Obviously, we opened with that one on the show. Yep. Uh, Mac Miller faces. I listened to a little bit of the Payroll album. Shout out to Payroll for Giovanni's Way. It just came out. I have a new uh, song that I thought was really good. Um, I've never heard of this artist before. Her name is Lauren uh, Jaguar. I, I'm not even going to pronounce Is that the one with J.I.D.? Or it's got Vic Mensa Vic Mensa, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, she's just got a super soulful, deep voice. Um, her last name is spelled J-A-U-R-E-G-U-I. So I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. I don't want to butcher that. Yeah. My, like, but the it song is, is my called number Scattered, one and it's really good. recommended song on my title. So, yeah, we'll play it. Oh, Maxwell Cream drops some shit, too? Hell, yeah. All right, I'll play a little bit of Scattered from Lauren and... <laughs> See? <laughs> Give it Jeruji? a shot, man. Jeruji? Uh, Jeruji? You know what? That might be bad. That's, that's pretty good. I like that. I like that. Let's go with that. Better than I, I would have done. <laughs> no shot. That's like when I was trying to read the French for the 100th episode. Shout out to Danae, by the way, on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Her voice is crazy. When it shards, her heart is broken. Lifting patterns on the carpet when she was. To your same face, I can't face these demons all alone. They don't like me. All night they stay and eat like they talk and they write and thunder like me. Gloves on, match made, God made. Her bed, and I lay my head down again in this 
so man, good, man. The woman R&B is in such a strong place right now, man. It's a strong place right now, man. If you got three dudes in this room right now, <laughs> shutting the fuck up just to listen to your voice, that shit's fire. I'm in. Plus, like, R&B on headphones, like a good pair of headphones oh, is just the different. best, dude. You hear all the little nuances mm-hmm. and shit in the, in the music. Horns. Oh, like, it's like, oh man, like, I need more horns than this one. Yep. I, I, I hope we have a whole breakdown right, of just I, a horn I, I, section. All right, for legal reasons, we yeah, can't no. like play out. It's tough to do. Isn't it hard to turn songs off? For, for legal reasons, we can't, yeah. we can't play the rest of the song. We, we don't have a copyright, and we can't afford that. We're not a sponsor. Although podcast. she's a new artist, so she'd probably appreciate it. <laughs> but we have Vic Mensa, who is not a new artist. On That's true. That's, so a fact. That's a fact. I don't even, where's, Mick, where's he at? What label is he at? He's Rock Def Nation, Jam. isn't he? Is he Def Rock Jam? Nation? Oh, yeah, you might it's be right. Def Jam, Rock Nation. He might have a management deal with Rock Nation. I think he's Def Yeah, Jam. you're right. I think he's management with Rock Nation. Is he rapping or is like he did like his rock thing, though? He, he's back to rapping, <laughs> so he put out an EP that was all rap music that was after that he, rock shit. I thought that rock shit was that, trash. He had that MGK yeah. route. <laughs> I gave it a, he, a he quick run. He did MGK oh, route, and I got to say, like, oh, man, I love the fact that MGK is getting clowned so Dude, hard. Dude, the fallout from no, that Slipknot shit, thing. bro. Here's oh, the my thing with God. That, man. Talk about and it. I, here's, here's what I want to say, and I'm, I'll leave it here. Circa 2012, right? Lace up, like, 100 words and running, lace up. I was actually a big MGK fan like, yeah. around that time, like, when he first came out. When his first album came out that Lace Up the album, uh, I realized that it was a lot of shit on his mixtapes that made that album and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, it's not anything new, but I let it ride. And it just progressively started getting, like, eh, I can't I can't deal with this shit no more, man. <laughs> Fat Joe's but, on the yeah. stage at Versus right now. I don't know why. Today's price. Neil, Neil, you are correct. Uh, Vince, Vic Mensa is signed with Rock Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. cool. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then is it my something? Yep, now? that is you, buddy. Boy. Oh, boy. Something, you already know I'm new? Zach Fox. Come on. Something, <laughs> yeah. Something new. So I saw there was a, like a bunch of good producers that were on this Zach Fox shit. Dude, Zach... <laughs> that dude doesn't get enough credit, man. He's hilarious. I love Zach. Not only is Zach Fox hilarious, he can actually rap. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, he can actually like rap, rap. If you really yeah. think about it, I think my very first introduction to Zach Fox, I remember, I went to go see, and I was with my boy, uh, shout out to Ron. We went to go see Zach. We went to see Thundercat. Actually, Thunder, and he opened for Thundercat. Oh yeah, but he didn't do he didn't rap or anything. This is before he was rapping. He was actually doing stand up comedy, mm. opening for Thundercat. Oh no shit. Yeah. So, so, that, that that circle of people, because I know like, like Hannibal Burris is in that yep, one too. Yep. Like I, I would love to like uh, see what of like. I just want to hang out with him for a day. Yeah, oh, Hannibal man. cracks me up, dude. That shit that he was doing, like how he was uh, making that beat on T Pain's uh, uh, podcast, talking about how hip hop sounded when it first started. <laughs> yeah. It was, was like yeah. hip hop started out in the park. <laughs> Making plans, <laughs> shaking hands. <laughs> like that circle. That's actually like a really good question. Hold on. I'm going to play the Zach Fox song, but I got a question for you guys. I want to yeah. bring, uh, actually, you just trigger something. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go some let's, Zach let's Fox. Find it. Go some Zach Fox, boy, I'm on your ass. Uh, uh, his new album, Shut the Fuck Up, Talking to Me. <laughs> that's, that's an album name, y'all. Like, I'm sorry. But the last funny. three words is extra, but I like it. <laughs> I like, I you know like what? It. You know what? Uh, what's, what's my man's name from Flint? Uh, oh, man. The dude that always has the donuts and shit. What? Oh, I don't know. Oh fuck! What's he? He did shit with. He had that song Joe Exotic with Sada Baby. Who the fuck is it? Uh, I, f- I forgot my man's name, bro. 
Fat, uh, oh my god, hold up, <laughs> find it. But that's what it reminds me. Only of, Flint rapper I can think of is John Connor. No, no, this guy. Hold on, man. And Dayton fam. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna look this up. up. I'm gonna play some boy on my ass for okay. Zach Pop. I'm looking this up. <laughs> Oh, man. Free Joe Exotic. That was the name of the song, but I forgot the artist. What a crazy time in the world. They're yeah. making a second yeah. Tiger King documentary. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Boy, I'm on your ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you better live today like it's your last. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Boy, I'm on your ass. Yeah. I can yeah. I can bench press you this. <laughs> Thank you. I was ju- I just yeah. found it. I didn't want to bring it up though. <laughs> yeah, y'all can't hear Eric, but we love you. <laughs> Eric, we love you, bro. I, I figured that was being piped in. <laughs> We're gonna get him a microphone one of these days. Here. Eric, we gonna get you on the show. We gonna get you on the show, man. The voice needs to be heard. So it was BFD to Pac-Man. That's who I was thinking of. And there was an album called Fat Niggas Need Love 2 that came out earlier this year. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking of. I remember I brought that up. You know, I remember I brought that I up for the Mirage. It. it was for the Mirage episode. Oh, That's yeah. when we played it. Because yeah, I remember right. this now. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. BFD to Pac-Man. <laughs> Flip, yeah. Free Joe Exotic. Fat Niggas Need Love 2, man. That's fucking great. <laughs> oh, man. Is there any new music that you've been listening to? Uh, I, 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 uh, I'm, a, I'm big into the uh, Griselda camp. Me too. Yeah, uh, and I saw. Right enough ad-libs to uh, keep you going. No, um, fuck. Uh, I, I don't know how they put out so much content, but it's like, uh, but bless them because I consume all of it. But uh, Benny just put out another little single. Yep. Uh, I think it's called The Game. Yeah. Did you hear that Pyrex Picasso from him too? Yeah. It was alright. I, 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 fucking the last me. shit he did was dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, burden of proof. Yeah, burden of proof yeah. was hard. Uh, like he dropped. Um, I think after they dropped another mixtape, like eight months later, yep. which is like fucking wild. Dude, I, one of the one of the Griselda members almost like every week has a project. Yeah, now. If, yeah. if it's not Westside, it's Conway. It's not like, Conway. It's Benny. They're like twice. Then a you year, got Boldy James. Boldy. You got Armani, Armani. Caesar. Uh, you got El Camino's heart. Mm-hmm. Like man, like they got like a camp over there that's like the level in which they're producing. Like I. I'm trying to like uh, make a comparison. It's like maybe like Dipset was like the last crew that like did volumes of music like we, that. Yep. We talk about like Pit Boy and everything like that. We don't talk about like how Alchemist like does a lot oh, of bro. shit too. By Shout the way. out Al. Shout out Alchemist. Is, yeah, man. Uh, oh my god. Well, like, like, Al- it feels like all he does is eat, smoke, and make beats. That's yep. literally. And, like, I mean, and, that's, and I respect it. Yep. I mean, yeah, me too. You, you ever watch? Uh, what was the fucking fuck that's delicious? Oh, of course. Talking, I'm, like, a, I'm a huge when, Action Bronson fan. Yeah, we love Action Bronson here. Yep. But yeah, like he had that old Alchemist had that one episode. He was like, yeah, if I had just my way, I would just smoke and fucking make beats all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would imagine it's like frustrating uh, for him, like working with certain artists who are like, I would imagine Bronson is like this, where he's probably not someone who just sits down, puts pen to pad, and then makes song. But, uh, you know, he, he's someone who's like, narrow as of a vision can come when it comes to like studio production and like um if you need no more proof than like how much he's been doing it over just like this last five years mm-hmm. like this guy's been around since what 94 something like that yeah early like, like early mob mob deep days early yep. mob right yep. and it's like uh, i applaud it what was uh the what uh the loomy d crew like who was it 
Alchemist. There was that song that Alchemist was rapping on. Oh, it was, yeah. hold Di- you. Oh man. <laughs> no, it wasn't the Dilated Peoples. No. No. Dilated Peoples is the shit though too. Yeah. Actually, I did listen to. Yeah. I guess I did listen to some new shit. I forgot the new Atmosphere albums actually way this, better than I thought it was gonna this be. This shit. And evidence is on there. This wasn't uh, Dilated Peoples? This was Alchemist. Alchemist, yeah, but he did a uh, beat right. But, like, who's rapping? I think it might be Dilated Peoples. Prodigy. When it come to text, I'm similar to a menace. But old dog sniffing king couldn't fuck with the damage that I do to a bastard. Keep fucking around, won't be nobody strong enough to. Strong enough to this beat is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I totally stepped over your Benny pick, by the way. What, what, song, what, what song do you want to play? What, what did you want to play from Benny, bro? I, I'm not gonna do you no, like no, that. No, 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 like, no. That was uh, about, about Benny, uh, the game. Oh, the game? Yeah. The game. It was like the latest uh, release. I mean, they do it every other week, but. <laughs> yeah, he smokes everything, dude. I, yeah. Right now is awesome, too, nice. because I feel like they've led this resurgent in underground hip hop in New York. Because you got, like, besides those guys, you got, like, Flea Lord popping up, mm-hmm. Stove God, is that Cooks, the, out the game Ransom, right here? Rock Marcy. Out the game. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yo. You know what I love yeah. most about this? These motherfuckers are on Jimmy Fallon rapping about selling cocaine. No, no, <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. I'm like, they are true to themselves, <laughs> and that's dope. Like, they're not gonna. I, I don't see themselves like commercializing or anything like that. Like, I don't see them doing like that many pop records. Like, it's they, so they, funny they're too gonna because you have people come to their world. And that's absolutely. why, I like, like how Tech Nine did it. Yeah, Tech, like you're gonna have people come to that world. <laughs> it's so funny too because their music is so hard. But if you ever watch any interviews with like West Side Gun, he's like the friendliest, nicest guy in the world. He's like super nerdy did for you, wrestling and like killer, <laughs> killers are nice. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever? Did you watch the movie Conflicted with a? Uh, was like with Griselda. It was like Benny. Oh no, I never Benny saw that. Oh, no, I didn't catch that one. Like I seen was, they put it out. Yeah. It was pretty much like a twenty twenty version of uh, no the Master P joint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna go State Property. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What was the one? Uh, what was the Hot Hot Boys? Was that uh, one of them? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah hot, hot Boys. Or was it Block is Hot? Yeah, Block is Hot. hot. Yeah, yeah, hot Before I forget, Out the Game by Benny. <laughs> Sorry, <the Butcher. laughs> yeah, we, we're getting sidetracked. You are gonna get a damn song Oh, you know what? I think he re-released uh no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, Blaze G as a feature he was doing. It's that oh. one I was uh, listening to. That's, that's, that's on me. <laughs> that's a, nah, I fucked it up. <laughs> I mean, he does have a song with a game in it. Yeah, I got it. All right, Blaze G, Billy the Butcher. All right, guys, uh, we're going to run that back. <laughs> Take two. Yeah, this is the one. First, I was like, yeah. The production level is a lot better on this song. <laughs> it sound like 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the money's different. Yep. You tell me who won't change. Nobody. And the dope for thugs being better than my price. If I died and made it back, I would probably be the same. I ain't changed. The game is the game, my nigga. It's all pain. We all feel.
feel it, but you tell me who want change. Tell the antidote for thugs being better than my veins. If I died and made it back, I would probably be the same. You want to win, gamble with it, go and shake up a pair of uh -huh. The weed more expensive, but the coke at a fair price. Yeah, I'm big into the uh, New York boom back. Me too, man. Big time. Smoke Diz is always always all over their records too. Oh, I love oh, that yeah. motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and does that conclude something old, something that new? That concludes something old, something Shout new. And nice. like we played Young Thug at the top. I I will come back with a payroll uh, pick to next week because I haven't had a chance to release. Really yeah, I want to sit yet. with the album too. I haven't. Uh, I didn't even know it came out until you just told me. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's it for something old, something new for me. Yep, and that's pretty much. Uh, I'm gonna kick it over to you so you can plug your social media and stuff before we go. But that's pretty much oh, a wrap. Oh fuck, on Gucci dropped them too. Oh yeah, did yeah, you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah so icy <laughs> boys. That, did, yeah. that didn't pop up mm -hmm. on my shit. And, like on yeah. my new album. Oh, did I miss a couple? That City Morgue. Shout out to them. Um, I think Kirby put out an album too. I really like her. But yeah, I think that's it for me. Yeah, it's some, it's some shit I gotta go back to. I still haven't listened to that Don Tyler album from last week. That shit so. sucked. I was not expecting that reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I usually like. Oh my god, I like Don Tyler. So that, that's my nice. thing. Like, so uh, E Man and I make a point to not really trash music because we don't really see the value in trashing on music. Sure. But with Don Tyler. I, I say that because I was disappointed because I really do think the kid is super fucking talented. I think his voice is so dope. And then I listen to the album and I'm just like, man, this is so sleepy and boring. And like, mm. it almost, and the lyrics are like, both the music and the lyrics are giving you nothing, I feel like. And I'm just like, dude, I need a little more than this, man. Like, you type, it looked like he, it seems like he typed in like Travis Scott type lyrics. And then made him worse. <laughs> oh man! It's almost like how I feel so, about like uh, I, when I was listening to Rory and Maul's pod, and they were talking about Certified Lover Boy, and I was and I I, I agree, Certified Lover Boy to me sounds like a parody of a Drake album. That is a good point. I and, mean, and like it sounds like if anybody out, other than Drake made that same album, it would be great. Yeah, but Still Drake inside. made that album. And like trying to recreate shit that he already did. What yeah. I don't understand but, about it is yeah. like uh, you had the extra time with COVID to then go put that album out, and that's what he showed up with. Yeah. Like it, it makes me believe that, that it's possible too, that like there's a new. Man, album he's too coming. busy being an ambassador for Toronto, like the Toronto Raptors. Is right? that a busy <laughs> job? Did they make the playoffs last year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's uh he definitely needs to take more risks. I think he's like afraid of like not like. Having like a successful album or something like that. Speaking you know, of taking like, a risk, you really didn't say good things about that Adele single, by the way. Either. I, I hated I've, it. I haven't listened to it. So. I hated it, bro. Like to me, like that's it. another thing. Like Adele is the type of person. I said this on Twitter. She could literally fart in a in a microphone and it'll get it'll stream a gajillion streams, right? Like she can put out whatever the fuck she wants and it's gonna get out of here no matter what. So at this point, why are you giving us like the 80th piano ballad, like slow piano ballad, like? Give me something different. Like their last, so the last time she came out with that "Hello" song, that was like almost the same fucking 
vain is this song? I think what it is, like, with the artists like that, like the Drake, the Adeo, where, like, it's a recipe of success for them. Totally. And they, You're right. And they do not. They don't want to deviate. They have no desire. I mean, like, Kikari. Kikari's another one like that with me. Like, yeah. we're He's talking taking about, risks, though. Like, yeah, like he, he has been. He went all the it. way left it, with his shit. He had, well, yeah, he got really experimental. My something else was going to be Indica, and it might be next week, so spoiler alert. But uh-huh. I was listening a little bit of that, too. But I was, like, listening to that album recently, and I was like, this shit is, uh, I mean, just thinking about, like, where, uh, what do you call it, Man on the Moon series went, and then he yeah. went to, like, the wizard shit, and then he did this, and then he did uh, that passion pain thing. Yeah. It was like, yeah, you're right. He got real experimental, and that's the risk of it. Cause you deviate, you kind of alienate your like core audience by like kind of switching off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think like he when he w- did Man on the Moon three recently, he kind of went back into like that, like uh that field or like that concept of yeah. Man on the Moon world and stuff like that. And I feel like it didn't hit. I still love that album personally, but I feel like it didn't hit the same for a lot of people because people expected like something different. Yeah. Because like, we already got like say like a Travis Scott who has like that style now. And I hate to say it, but Travis Scott has that style and ran with it totally. for the most and part. It's, yeah. it's tough to uh, replicate now because it is synonymous with one person. A yep. trip, trippy a Red, yep. that's another one. Yeah, Juice World was kind of on that too. Like, yeah. yeah, he definitely influenced a shitload of people. Yeah. But anyways, it's getting late, and I want to go watch Versus. So catch it. Uh, what is your social medias that the people can follow you and find you on? Uh, so we are Arctic Circle Brewing Company. So you can find us on Facebook by that moniker, and then on uh, didn't even bring us beer. Left the tap room this morning, and I got left, left a four pack in the cooler. <laughs> that, that, that's on me. <laughs> or you have to come in and try it. <laughs> you know, like, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll line y'all up soon. Uh, yeah, and man. then uh, the Instagram is uh, AC Brewing Co. Because one thing we realized is that, um, a lot of people leave the first C out in Arctic. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, mad right. we didn't get you to rap on this show, by the way. <laughs> you know what? You know, it's funny. It's like I was in a brew room. I was brewing uh, on Thursday. And, like, I uh, I wrote a 16 and I recorded, uh, like, 12 of it. And Ooh. I'm like, eh. you 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 want to you want you want to spit some bars, bro? <laughs> no, nah, I don't even have right. like a written out on my phone. I'm, 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 I'm a pen the pad, I'm a pen the pad guy, but I did like record like it, and I sent it to my brother to see what he thought about it. Hell yeah! If you want to spit some bars, so, we'll close with that. Open yeah. with Danny Darling this, next week. Yeah, so, so, so I got some audio of it. Uh... Hell yeah! Hold on, no, fuck that. Give me, give me, give me, give me the Wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause <laughs> that. <laughs> wait, like, uh, right. this is going like uh, 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 iPhone, right? Can't do it. That's all right, you can play it Apple over the boys. speaker. boys. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Just so we can get a taste. How do I start this without giving away the ending and the plot to a southern roots? Came with the love of the pots and pans, twisting wrists, sautéing shit. Mmm, insert... Chef's kiss, that's what I was working with. Fast forward a bit, Detroit to Alabama, that was my mom on some Nelly shit. And that was all before 96. The West Side gave me the rules, but it was the verbs that I applied them to. Now imagine you being questioned by the brother Sue. Hell yeah, though. Hell yeah. No, no, I fell off at the end there. But yeah, I was, I was writing some stuff because I, I had intentions on uh, presenting a uh, body of work. But no. Nah. You could probably get some quality music writing in while you're in there brewing beer and shit. <laughs> there, there, there was pockets of downtime yeah, while, while like, brewing. If you're, going, if you're like trying to flip some tanks, and stuff like that, like, yeah, yeah running a CIP, you probably got some time. You know it, you know it, you know it. No, so, like, that was it. Like, I did a little something. Like, I think I might have been 12, so. Uh, but, yeah, man, 
I appreciate y'all having me out. And, Dude, thanks um, for coming, man. That was a know, great conversation. This was dope, and like uh, you know, uh, let's do it again sometime. Yeah, in the we future, gotta kick man. it all. Like, I appreciate. It. You yeah, know, we, we all have a mutual friend too, uh, Mr. Mr. Little Emo Boy, Frost <laughs> yes. is Red. So yeah, appreciate it, fellas. And like like I said, like thank you. Bottom of my heart for having me on. Like, uh, when anytime Absolutely. I get to like show up to a spot like this and have a conversation with people like y'all, I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah man, man, appreciate you Absolutely. coming. Come, yeah, come back anytime. Man. Now, E Man's gonna take us out of here with Ye- Danny Darling. Yeah, we are. So, off our latest release of the future, we have Danny Darling. Let's play a little bit of La Femme. Hell yeah, hey. that's almost the shit. Yeah, I do love this song. So yeah, hey. uh, AC Brewing Co. Check it out. Hey, all right, y'all. We'll kick it with you 103 next week. Peace. Recap that versus. Peace. <laughs>